Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Colin McGuire. This is the Frederick Playlist Podcast. This is a very fun one <laughs> because this is uh, the first time this is kind of uh, returning the favor, I guess, in some way. Yeah. And it was very odd for me to be interviewed uh, by you a couple weeks ago. I guess it was like a month ago now or more than that. Ah, uh, That's about right. Yeah. yeah. But oh, you guys were so much fun on the podcast. <laughs> that was That's probably one of the most exciting ones we've had, to oh, be that, honest. Well, that's good. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. That was uh, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, we're here with Kelsey Luce. How are you? Doing okay. Um, it's a little early in the morning still, but doing is. good. I have a headache. You you don't, but you came for you're going to court. Yep, I'll be going so. to court later as part of my job. I'm not in trouble, as far as I know. <laughs> um, we wanted to have you on, though. You are in a band. You also, I'm interested to get to know you a little more through this podcast too, because I, I think you've been in multiple bands throughout your life. I, I, yep. I think. Um, but if you could tell everybody a little bit about the band you are in currently. Sure. Yeah, we're Santa Labrada. We are uh, a rock band. We kind of have some punk influences I guess you could say some indie rock influences I guess you could say but it's really just a rock band Mm -hmm. Um, we play mostly in Baltimore right now Uh, we did have the chance to come out to Frederick because of the thing which thank you for that Colin as well as having me on today how did that go it was good it was good good. we were outside of gravel and grinds and Mm -hmm. um I'd never been there before. Now I'm kind of addicted to their espresso so (laughs) (laughs) they got the better end of that deal (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah that's good. Um, so you you guys play in Baltimore a bit. Uh, you guys have recorded? Yeah, we've recorded an EP. Um, frankly, we're starting discussions to put out a record because the EP is all right, but like our, we've kind of improved. We're tighter now. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to it, it's not the best picture of who we are. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, we've started discussions. It's a little early to say like, anything definitely happening but the Mm -hmm. goal is to record this fall or winter awesome and do you know where you want to record uh we talked oh my gosh i forget the name of the place but it's a spot out in millersville we talked about um yeah (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) our bass player colleen is taking the lead on that but uh he sounds like a a, this is guy's name is frank Okay. Frank in Millersville. Frank in Millersville. <laughs> recording with Frank in Millersville. Sounds like a great, great yeah. studio. So hopefully <laughs> we'll make things work. Well, so how did you guys get together? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the origin of the band? And I also hear that you have a really cool backstory for the name. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we got together. I started playing with Colleen. Colleen is our bass player because we have a mutual friend, Jim Ventosa, who's in this great band called Thomason. Okay. Um, and so he introduced us by email. And Colleen had been thinking about getting a band together for mm-hmm. a while. And she tried it with a couple different players. She met up with the uh, drummer, Sharon. And uh, my email to her was sitting in an account she didn't read for a long time. <laughs> so I was like, oh, whatever. She's busy. So like months after I sent the thing, she's like, oh, yeah, come over and jam. <laughs> so I started playing with Colleen and... Um, you know how when you first start playing it's almost like dating you're like not sure if it's gonna work yeah you know definitely so we kind of maybe had two things like that and then by like the third time we played together it was really clicking i thought Mm -hmm. so then we played with sharon and everything was going well and colleen uh we were thinking about for one second we were thinking about having me sing but i'm not the best singer so it like i don't have that confidence level with it Mm -hmm. so 
we decided to enlist uh, Rain, Rain Alexander, our singer. Colleen reached out to her. Uh, she reached out to her asking if she knew anybody, mm-hmm. if Rain knew anybody. And ultimately the conversation was, well, why don't I just sing? Rain says. <laughs> so so we got her in and, and she's great. She's been in the Baltimore music scene for a long time right now. By she, now. She's a hell of a front woman. Yeah. Which yeah. It's great. I mean, when you guys initially got with her, was it chemistry right away? Uh, yeah. By the yeah. time she was on board, it was like, go. So everything <laughs> really worked out. And um, there is kind of a chemistry in this band that I haven't really experienced before. Like, yeah. I, I have nothing like I'm not trying to put down the other bands I was in, but there's there's something about this one that's like really mm. we're all locked in. It's that's great. cool. And how long have you been together now? About a year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. And you said you play in Baltimore a bit. Mm-hmm. Where uh, where have you played? I think I s- you played Joe Squared. Yep. Uh, Get that free pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Get the band pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight, actually, we're playing. Uh, this this oh, won't go up tonight, I'm sure. But um, we're playing at the Wind Up Space. Oh, you're at the Wind Up Space yeah. tonight. Actually, we I was thinking about putting this out. We might do the same oh. day. So uh, Well, if so. you could, everybody that hears this, please come out to the Wind Up Space. Okay. It is the f- feast day of uh, Santa Labrada, our namesake. Yeah, so please tell the people <laughs> about that, too. Yeah. yeah, so that leads into how we got the name. So... I'm a uh, Return Peace Corps volunteer. I served in Panama. And the county, I guess you could translate it as county, I was in was called Las Tablas. And the patron saint of Las Tablas is Santa Labrada. And so I thought that would be a good band name. I really like the statue. They have these beautiful statues mm-hmm. in like a blue robe. And so I was just going on that. I thought that just sounded cool. Santa Labrada. Mm-hmm. To me, it rolls off the tongue, even though it's a little long. <laughs> <laughs> and so I came back and pitched that as a band idea. And then um, we uh, we started writing our songs. And a lot of them have to do with kind of gender issues. Uh, mm-hmm. Rain is, you know, she's a proud transgender woman. So that comes up in her writing, like, for uh, I don't want to say like every song is like directly about it, but you know, it's, it's part of it. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that's important is because uh, the story of Santa Labrada is that she was going to be married off to this king, uh, a pagan king, a non-Catholic king in the tradition. And um, so she didn't want to be married off to a non-Catholic. So she prayed to be made really ugly. Ah. She prayed and prayed and prayed. And so she grew this beard. So in the European tradition of this saint who goes by the name Wilgie Fortis and a couple other names, uh, she's usually depicted with a beard. And so when her father saw this, she had her crucified. She's like, how dare you do this? You're ruining this whole marriage to the king. Hmm. So uh, so the father had her killed. And so she, um, Santa Labrada, Wilgie Fortis, whatever name, is kind of considered like a uh, a little bit of like a female liberation mm-hmm. figure. And um, so learning more about the gender issues actually kind of played into to yeah. what our band is about for about anything. That's so. interesting. <laughs> so you, you had mentioned uh, that, that Rain writes a lot of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I'm kind of interested in knowing how the songwriting process goes for you guys. Does it start with a germ of so there's a guitar line. Do, do, the, do the lyrics come first? I know sometimes that, that bands work that way. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a groove? How do you guys typically write? Generally, the lyrics come second. Um, and Rain's had a couple where she's had them in her back pocket for like years. Mm-hmm. And then 
we'll just start jamming on something and she'll be like, oh, it'll work with this one. Mm -hmm. Um, We had this song called Warfare Queen that was like that. Like those lyrics to Warfare Queen she'd had, I think she said for like 10 years, eight years. Mm -hmm. And so that was just a riff that I came up like, I'm going to bang on my guitar really loud. (laughs) And um, so I started playing that. And um, Sharon comes in with a drum beat that's just like killing it. Like, and then, you know, Colleen comes in with her bass line. So that happened very organically. A lot mm. of times we write based on riffs. Um, yeah. Colleen, will, Colleen will come in with a heavy bass groove and I'll try to make something work with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or vice versa, I'll come in with a guitar idea. That's cool. And the nice thing about it is like when I bring in a, an idea, it never ends up being what I think it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. always works out like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in my case, yeah. that's a good thing because... Uh, a lot of my writing tends to sound like slightly dated to me, like 90s, you know. So when I bring it in and then Colleen's bringing in her more, I guess you could say metal-influenced uh, bass lines, it, it becomes something different. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you, you, you go back to the 90s. What If, if your songwriting sounds like the 90s, what, what sort of influenced you from the 90s? Well, um, the Pixies were a huge thing for me, mm-hmm. um, very transformative to the point that like I listen to them so much that I don't really listen to them anymore because that's like <laughs> when you, you played them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a huge one. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other. Uh, well, the Breeders, which you oh, know, yeah, tra- yeah, tra- uh, tangential band to them, mm-hmm. Kim Do. And uh, the replacements. My my old band before this one sort of had a replacements thing except i'm no paul westerberg (laughs) (laughs) well so you mentioned old bands that you were in um can you take us back to really when you started when you said i want to learn to play an instrument or even just when you first fell in love with music uh, and all of that and what got you into it well i first fell in love with music i think i was about eight my uncle took me to a madonna show Ooh, yeah <laughs> madonna's the gateway drug madonna in this. is wow. the gateway drug and <laughs> it was the blonde ambition tour i remember because i had a t-shirt that was like eight sizes too big for me that i slept in <laughs> and i i i don't remember like too many specifics of the show but i do remember that it like blew my tiny brain like <laughs> i think it Just was the like spectacle yeah the yeah. spectacle because she's like you know rolling around on the stage like there's all these dancers mm. there's all this stuff and it's like a stadium full of people just like into it yeah sexual too wasn't it uh yeah probably but again i was it young over, i probably yeah. didn't get it but Oh, you know what? I do remember there was like a bed as part of the stage. Yeah, that's what so I that thought. was definitely I that, that's kind of weird, I guess, to take yeah, a kid to. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Like, I just imagine the uncomfortable feeling he was feeling then. And probably, <laughs> but the beauty of it is, I was so young, I didn't. I he wasn't did. uncomfortable, but I, he probably was. Now that I think about it, I'll have to ask him about that. <laughs> so, so you went to see Madonna, and she blew your mind. Do you still have the shirt? No. Oh, that oh. thing got that thing got washed to shreds, worn oh, to shreds. But man. yeah. So, and then did you immediately just hop into pop music like that? Well, uh, what was I listening to? I was listening, yeah, I mean, I guess in a way, because I remember, like, I had a Paula Abdul tape floating around, oh, Janet yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Um, so, it, actually, no, I never thought about this before, but definitely a lot of, like, female singers, mm-hmm. which, for me, getting back to this gender thing is kind of interesting, because I guess I never realized that, you know... I hear a lot of other female artists talking about how they had this issue of they felt like they weren't supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. But I had these 
I guess you could call them role models. I had these examples, mm-hmm. these examples at a really young age, so it never felt weird to me to get into music. Hmm. So, I mean, as a guitar player then, how did you pick that up and who did who influenced you to do that? That was um that came a little later. I didn't start playing guitar until I was 15, I think. And at that point I was starting to get into like this like pop punk like green day was another huge Uh band for me (laughs) which i think probably was for a lot of 15 year olds (laughs) in our age group yeah so um just listening to stuff like that i was like oh wow you can play guitar like really fast and like it doesn't matter if you're Mm. uh you know led zeppelin or any Mm -hmm. people like that so so that was the kind of thing i was listening to when i first started playing um, and i i don't really remember why i picked guitar i just was like oh it just seemed natural. Oh, it started on piano. My first instrument, I got piano lessons, uh-huh. and that never really stuck with me. But I, I want would piano lessons. Yeah, I would love to learn how to play piano. Do Do you miss the piano now? Or are you like now? That? I kind of do. Yeah. Now I wish I'd learn more because yeah. it's great for music theory and things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when when you got the guitar, what kind of guitar was the first guitar you ever? I had a blonde wood Yamaha Pacifica. And how did you get it? Was it a gift or did you go buy it? Yeah, my uh, my mom bought it for me. I'm trying to remember if it was like a present. It, it must have been a present because it's not like they had. Mm-hmm. extra money to just buy a yeah. guitar but yeah it was a blonde yamaha pacifica and it had i, I ended up selling it because it was very difficult to play like it really? would shred the edges were not great uh-huh. i don't want to knock them maybe they make them better now I they still make say, them <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> you're not going to get endorsed by yamaha I yeah, guess, right? uh, so so you pick that up and then uh how about your first band do you remember uh, the my per- first real band didn't come until much later. Like I've tried, I tried jamming out with folks in college. It was that late, mm-hmm. um, and we never ended up forming a band. But when I was uh, out of college, I started this group. We were called Killjoy Circuit, and uh, I was the singer and guitar player and main songwriter. We had another guy in guitar who was very good, Eric, uh, bass player Alan who um like I message him time to time he's a good guy mm-hmm. and uh Rob on drums and unfortunately Rob had to stop playing he had some ear issues but he mm-hmm. was a great drummer too mm-hmm. um but yeah so that was a very 90s influence because it was an older group of guys yeah they, they were like 40 at the time and for me what thought I was listening to that was fine with me mm-hmm. so that's how we kind of ended up sounding sort of replacement C but not really I see and uh that was a good experience. It, I learned a lot from them. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do a lot of covers? Uh, we did a handful. I'm trying to remember. What did we try to do? Um, there was, I don't remember which one it was, but we did actually try to do a replacement song. And we did a couple <laughs> Smiths things not very well. <laughs> well, you were singing then, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So do you do a good Morrissey? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I try when I'm in the car. but. <laughs> Was that the only other band uh, before? Uh, no, no. Uh, so later, after that, a couple of years later, um, it was, which one was first? Um, uh, uh, Hybrid Baby. Hybrid Baby was the next band. Okay. And that was great. That was more of like an electronic thing. Um, the The singer also played keyboard from time to time. Mm. He would like put down the guitar for a second and mess around on the keyboard. Um so that was great. Um, pl- that was interesting because I found that playing with the keyboard and a lot of technology made things more difficult for me, like in terms of putting on a show. Like yeah. something would always be too loud. Yes. So yeah. that was another good lesson. 
And then after that, it was Heavenly Nobodies with my buddy Jeff and Jim Ventosa, who I mentioned. That's how I met him. Okay. So that was more of like a basement, straight ahead punk thing, you know, Mm -hmm. wailing away on the the Fender. And I was playing bass in both those bands. Okay. Those last two I was playing bass. Okay. Um, Wow. So you, you have a lot of punk rock in you but you it all started with madonna yeah yeah so that. <laughs> huh so so you've done a lot of a lot of stuff do you have a favorite this is a tough one and i've i've asked this before and a lot of people kind of shy away from it but do you have a favorite sort of musical memory that you've made any show that you've played with any of these bands that really sticks out to you? even if you've done recordings and you listen back and they make you nostalgic or something uh, well, uh, I definitely have, like, every show is the best show with San Labrada. <laughs> <laughs> I really love being in this band. Uh, that's but, uh, great. One, that's one great. kind of fun memory is, the la- it turned out to be our last show um, uh, with uh, Heavenly Nobodies. We, <laughs> the drummer bought luchador mask, you know, the Mexican oh, wrestling yeah, mask. Yeah, so yeah. we performed wearing those. And <laughs> I don't know, we were just, like, really kind of, like, going for it. So he... He and I just like started addressing the crowd in Spanish, like "Bienvenidos a todos," blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they were just like looking at us, like, "What is this?" And just the oddness of it was was a lot of fun. You love the antagonism. The you love to antagonize people. That's <laughs> yeah. so great for such a nice person. You want to go out there and 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 uh, that's funny. I that's think funny. That, I, I think it's more like doing something different. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm being confrontational, but I've heard you know. People say San Labrada is like in your face. I, I don't, I see it more as just like, you know, we're just, we're on the stage. We're going to do something different. Yeah. We're going to go out there. Mm-hmm. And that was the same with that. <laughs> I was just telling you about in the masks and everything. Wow. Um, I want to get to sort of the local music scene because you have a different perspective on this than I do. You, uh, you live in Baltimore, mm-hmm. I think. Um, well, outside uh, Ellicott City, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's sort of where you have been in the bands that you've been in uh frederick is not baltimore (laughs) it's so so i'm just kind of wondering first of all you know from the outside looking in to the frederick music scene uh, is there anything that you see that that you like are there any local bands that you really uh love to listen to even i mean that can extend to baltimore as well to frederick like i wish i knew more about them and that's the crazy thing it's like frederick and baltimore should be mixing it up more and uh, i don't know why yeah, they're not like i I, know. I honestly know not that many frederick bands like oh. i really like you guys i really mm-hmm. like double motorcycle um did you guys play with the fun boys i no. thought i had seen okay no uh I, I, I like stitch early i actually met him through an interview that's so. really yeah you interviewed him mm-hmm. for what uh, well. that must have been for 72 uh-huh there's some kind of yeah. That's cool. Oh no! You know what it was? We were doing features for um, Black History Month, and we were trying to go through like a bus- you know, business people's perspective, uh-huh. artist perspective, mm-hmm. and so on. And and he was kind of like our representative, African American artist, if you could say that. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how I ended up meeting him. But yeah, his he's he's really good. I like his flow and all that. Yeah, I like I like him a lot too. We uh we had lunch earlier this week. Oh, I, did he's, you? He's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. He really really <laughs> is. Uh, if there's a band in Fre- or a band from Baltimore that people in Frederick would not know much about that they should know about uh, outside of your band, of course, <laughs> who, who would you recommend people checking out? Oh man. Well, tonight we're playing with Quattrocenta, which I would highly recommend. They're mm-hmm. they're um, kind of like dark brooding rock. So if you're into that kind of thing, it's like a very, uh, 
droning is probably not the right word, but that there's it, it's almost like a movie score when you listen mm. to them, and it's very very good. Are there lyrics? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's vocal, but it, there's, it, there's just like something comprehensive about the sound, and hmm. it's uh, yeah, That's they're definitely worth listening to. Okay. Thomason, um, I I understand that Thomason's recording. They're not super active at the moment. I don't think. Please forgive me if I'm wrong, <laughs> Jim and everyone. Um, but they're they're another great one. They they're a little um, how would I describe them? Uh, they have like some great jagged rock and roll riffs and uh, yeah. <laughs> how about places to play though? Uh, if people wanted to go see music in Baltimore, uh, where are some of your favorite places? I really like Reverb, which is kind of like a collective, an, an arts collective kind of thing. It feels like playing in your living room. That's a great, <laughs> it's a great vibe to it. Um, Wind Up Space, of course, is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where we'll be tonight. Um, where else have I liked? Oh, it, uh, Auto Bar. I got the chance to play Auto Bar with San I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so you've played the Auto Bar. Yeah. How did that go? I've seen a couple shows there. I, I really like that place. Not in the best place. Not in the best part of town, is it? Nah, mo- most of the venues aren't, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what's yeah. it like playing there? Well, I've, I've played a couple times, and if you play when it's empty, it's because it's such a big place, you mm-hmm. know, for, for a smaller band like us, that yeah. it's it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of um, hard to fill. Yeah, when it's empty. <laughs> yeah. But our last show, we were opening up for um, um, uh, the Dolly Rots. Excuse me. Oh, okay. We were opening for the Dolly Rots, and they had a pretty good draw, and we mm-hmm. have a decent draw. So put that together, it was like a full house. Oh wow! It was um, it was really amazing. Like it was a special, That's special cool. show. That's actually speaking of good show memories. That was definitely um, a highlight. Really, just people were into it. You know. Wow. That would you ever, I mean, I, I asked this to everybody as well, but this is a little bit different because I work with you uh, and you and I uh, have been here. I'm not, how long have you been here? The, uh, four been? years. Four years. Okay. So I've got you by a couple years, but if you were given the opportunity, would you want to say, I'm going to go tour with this band? <laughs> I, I would, I want to do music full time with that. Or is this something that, you know, music is really fun as a second priority? Yeah. That's kind of the latter is kind yeah. of where I'm at now. Yeah. I mean, I guess if it were to fall in my lap, like, cause music is my passion, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I'm, you hear how excited I'm getting talking about it, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like if it were to fall in my lap, which is not how things work, especially with music. Yeah, if they were like you know, it's definitely something I would seriously consider. But mm. I also love journalism. You know, that's that's yeah. what we're doing here. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And the thing I worry about, like, I, if if someone was like, all right, we're going on a world tour, you know, quit <laughs> your job. I I wonder if I get bored of it. And really, you think I, that's in yeah, because if you you hear about like the realities of touring, like yeah. being in hotel rooms, like not washing your clothes, like mm-hmm. just being tired all the time, like for me to get sick of music would be a very dark place for me to be in. <laughs> that's really true. Boy, that that's a really good answer. And it's a unique answer, too, because everybody kind of always goes down the same path that, that just says, oh, yeah, I would wanna, I'd love to do this for real. And, and but boy, you bring up a good point. And I mean, I've. I go through bouts of this all the time, being kind of sick of music and being done with music, which is no place I ever wanted to be. I people ask me what I listen to sometimes, and I my only answer anymore is whatever I have to review. I don't actually get a chance <laughs> to listen to so- music that I would just seek out myself. Not sure. that the the 
the local, you know, the the reviews and the CDs, they aren't bad. A lot of it's really great music, but it's not something that I seek out to listen to. So I rarely do it for pleasure. Um, you think you could get sick of, of going out and playing and you could that, like that? That's yeah, like if uh, I'm like on a months long tour. Yeah, probably. Huh. I probably would. Well, let me ask you this. Do you find that you do you mostly go out to shows when you're playing them now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, and that's, that, yeah. And that's that, where I'm at, too. <laughs> and I never wanted to be that, mm-hmm. you know, but is it just us getting older? Is this, Maybe. That's got to be part of it. Is this yeah. become the Geezer's podcast right now? <laughs> like I, yeah. Too old to rock and roll too for old. a great playlist. <laughs> no, I, I mean, really. And another thing, too, is when I go to big, bigger concerts, I really, I don't want to be, like, in the lawn. I don't yeah. want to be... 50 million rows back I've, I've become a little bit of a snob it's like if i'm gonna go see somebody i want to be close enough to see them and i want it to sound good i want to make sure i can get in and out quickly and those things just don't happen at concerts no no <laughs> they do not speaking of that though what was the last uh national concert you went to see oh gosh i uh i hardly Oh, the, the, um, uh, I saw Clutch. I took it was oh. my 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 boyfriend likes Clutch, and through him, I got like super into them for a minute. And they played a show on his birthday year before last, and in, in DC. So we um. went down to. Oh gosh, uh, well we were we were in DC and we saw Clutch, <laughs> and they were amazing. That's great. Yeah. Who uh, was that? Outside, inside? It was inside. It, was in it might have been the nine thirty club. I, was say. I think probably it was the nine thirty club. So what are you listening to now? I was just whining about, um, <laughs> you know, not being able to listen to things for pleasure. I have this Amazon order on hold that I want to order all these records, and I'm just waiting to pull the trigger. I just need money to do yeah. that and then i can feel better about this but what are you listening to like on your way to and from work and, and things like that uh well there's a couple things um another band we played with joseph and the beast put out an album recently yeah. and um joseph shout out to joseph i i had him on my podcast which oh, is cool. the corridor cast if someone wants to look into that yeah quick shout out quick promo um <laughs> anyway so uh joseph gave me a copy of his record because we talked and i've uh, been listening to that a lot it's called gold light um definitely worth checking out yeah it's um it's very bombastic pop you got keyboards it's pop yeah. rock i should say not yeah. yeah there's definitely a rock edge to it but um so joseph and the beast check them out definitely. and also i've been going back to a lot of like the cbgb bands because okay. i just finished uh please kill me i hadn't got around to reading oh, that book yeah, yet yeah so now i'm going back to like uh you know listening to richard hell and all those those good guys still punk rock. that's the thing you're such a punk rocker which means energy and and screw the establishment and things <laughs> but then you're also like i don't really want to go out and cause <laughs> I'd, I'd rather just stay stay back yeah <laughs> see my punk rockness all takes place like within my brain because i also want to be a good member of society <laughs> i don't want to like i don't know uh I don't want to be like puking on stage or anything I like. Uh, I love that. I love the <laughs> essence of that, though. We, that, yeah, I, that's why. I mean, I, I really love the band. I really hope that we get a chance to play together. Yeah, I was, I was kind of bummed that it didn't work out because I do want to see you guys. I do want to play with you guys. Yeah, that'd be we'll make a it lot happen. Of fun. I, you guys, I've seen a couple of videos of you guys online. Like, uh, there was one in front of a bookstore i think you guys oh, were yeah, at, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was last year today uh, today yep. really that wow. was our that was our first uh feast day 
celebration. I love it. Like people are just walking by like, what is <laughs> yeah. this? It's so great. I love that. And I, I want to see it like in a club in like just you guys sweating in people's faces. <laughs> I love, 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 love that. Yeah. Um, so we, we finish up all these episodes with uh, a song. So which song will we hear from from you guys after we are done talking? Yeah, um, I we're going to play uh, Unfit Mutters for you, which is one of the earlier ones we did. Um, this is one I I kind of brought a riff to practice and it grew from there. Um, just started out with me like just trying to get as much noise as I could out of the guitar and you know that was the the impetus for it all <laughs> that's good is, is there anything any story to the the lyrics that you know of um I well I actually I, I wouldn't want to speak for rain this one I don't know the backstory of it okay. too much so I don't want to I don't want to um say something wrong um okay i do like the lyrics i'll put that that out there yeah (laughs) well we we definitely have to have you guys in here the full band we were going to do that before uh i think last week but it didn't work out we definitely got to get you guys in here to have the full band uh because then i can ask them if they'd want a tour and they'll be like yeah we do and i'll be like well kelsey doesn't want to so you can't hey if they're all on board uh i'm sorry news post (laughs) you'll have to find another courts report (laughs) (laughs) Um, so one more time though, how can people find out about, uh, the band and everything you have going on, including your podcast? Oh, Colin, this is so exciting. We have a webpage now. You have a website. Yeah. Santa Labrada has a brand new, fresh webpage. Go to SantaLabradaBand.com and you will find us there. And that's Um, Santa, S-A-N-T-A-L-I-B-R-A-D-A? Correct. Yeah. And um, also we're on Facebook. We put out a lot of stuff about our shows on Facebook. So find us there. Again, it's Santa Labrada Band because they won't let us have Santa Labrada for whatever (laughs) reason. Um, Yeah, that's the best way for now. Uh, Oh, we're also on Instagram. We just got an Instagram. That one is S-T-A dot labrada so like the shortened version of okay. santa okay Gee, no twitter uh well i'm kind of using my personal twitter as the bands but okay. that's going to change soon so don't worry about twitter <laughs> okay. don't worry about twitter uh and then real quickly your podcast too plug your <laughs> oh, podcast yeah thanks for doing that um corridor cast is the podcast that i run it focuses on baltimore and dc music um the we had the great episode <laughs> with Colin on it, <laughs> so definitely check that out. That we did two podcasts that day. That was the much funner <laughs> podcast. I'm going on record saying that. I hope well, everybody's listening. That was a lot of fun, and then we ended up talking forever too. Yeah, which yeah, was great, it was a good talk. Was, was we really, covered it all. Really we did. I, I think we, we covered really it all. Did. Yeah, so and people can go to Corridor Cast. Is the do you have a website for that? Uh, yeah. Well, the the best thing to do is just look on iTunes look on or it. Google okay. for Corridor Cast. But um, I think it's like CorridorCast.wordpress or something because I don't want to spend the money on not having the WordPress because well, because <laughs> why? Um, so just like Google CorridorCast WordPress or whatever, you'll find it. <laughs> and and we're going to try to get this out this afternoon. So one more time, you're playing tonight in yep. Baltimore. Tonight, Wind Up Space. Wind up space we have Quattro Senta and in the room, in the, shoot, in the room of the everywhere, no, in the womb of the everywhere room. Excuse me. The rhyming <laughs> just totally screws me up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, we'll be closing, so we'll be on later. Oh, you're I think, headlining. Yeah, the show, I think doors are seven usually they're seven okay, yeah it'll be punk rock show time so. you'll, yeah <laughs> you'll probably hit it at what 10 something like so, that okay. yeah 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 go check it out is there a cover 
Should people yes, know about that? I bring don't money? know how much it is, but bring bring it's a little five cash with million you. dollars. No. <laughs> that's will be it's probably seven, seven, probably like seven. Okay. I think that's usually it. So go check these guys out tonight. A lot of fun. Will we hear this song that we're about to play? Absolutely. Tonight? Awesome, awesome. Well, Kelsey Luce, thank you so much. You you promised to come back with the band someday. Yes, okay. yes. When awesome. when our poor drummer Sharon does not need dental work. Yes. Well, and and also when you get when after you do recording after you do the record, uh, come on with the band and we'll play a new song. Great. That'll be good. Thank you so thank much, Kelsey. Thank you. This is great. Well, welcome back.